Hello, ghosts and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of I Know What You Podcasted last summer. We are here to talk about Jordan Peele's latest film, Us. But before we get to that, introductions are in order. To my left. We have- <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you paused. Hot take. <laughs> You're so far from her now. She got confused. I know. <laughs> Someone's over there. I can't see her, clearly. We have B. Yes, hi, it's B. <laughs> and directly across, way on the other side, is Veronica. I can't see you. Is it you, Mary? <laughs> <laughs> Pass the salt. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, it is Kenneth. It's me. And I am, of course, Mary Hughes. That's coffee related. I did it. I'm hyped up on coffee. He's eight cups and kids. It's going to get weird. It's But yes, we are here to talk about Jordan Peele's latest film, Us. Of course, there's going to be massive, massive spoilers. If you've not seen it, I highly suggest you don't listen to this right now. Go see it. Come back. Mm-hmm. And then you can uh, dig into all the stuff we're going to get into. But first... I want to kind of get the plot out of the way here, and then we can start deep diving into what we liked, what we didn't like, mm-hmm. the the is there symbolism, is there not, et cetera, and so on. None. <laughs> None no symbolism. symbolism. No. Not a single Just metaphor. like Overlord, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it was over. And it's done. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what we have here is the setup of, I'm going to kind of go overview here, and then if mm-hmm. we want to step back, as we dive, you know, get deeper into the plot, we can go for that. But the the basic gist is that you have a family going away on a vacation, right? Mm-hmm. To Santa Cruz. To Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz, Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Local <laughs> shout out. Yeah. Which, you know, as someone who didn't grow up in the Bay Area, it was still really neat to know that I had been to the place that they, yeah. they go yeah. to. Yeah. I was just like, I've yeah. been there. Oh my God, seen that caveman go above me. Go above me <laughs> on the little truck. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're going to Santa Cruz. They're going to stay in a vacation home. Who does it belong to? Is it her family? I thought it was her family. That's yes, what I thought as well. childhood photos of her. And oh, she, the little doll downstairs. Yeah, and yeah. she had yeah. The, the photo of her ballet doing bar. ballet downstairs. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it, it belongs to her family. They're there to have a good time. They're also, the husband is wanting to meet up with uh, a couple of friends as well. And from some kind of from this. Friends. Some jackass friends. Yeah, they, they're dirtbags. They're awful. Well, <laughs> you know, they're dirtbags bags that are happy with each other. Like, That's true. Uh, were they? Are they? <laughs> But there are already odd things going on in the film. It starts with a flashback, but even after the flashback, we are having moments with our main character. Adelaide. Adelaide, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lupita I'm Nyong'o. cheating and have the cast list up in front of me. That's nice. fine. <laughs> Take it. Uh, where she's having moments throughout the film, I think, before actually things start happening where you get the sense that something's going on with her Mm -hmm. her her memories her thoughts being back in this house and then uh, they go to the beach one of the kids the younger one the son kind of wanders off freaks the mom out and then when they go back home everything kind of goes topsy-turvy from there because these four people show up and they just happen to look exactly like our our family that we've been mm-hmm. introduced to. So that's as far as I want to go into plot stuff as far as the overview. Cause I feel we're going to get into everything anyway, when we're talking about it. So mm-hmm. first things first, the flashback, how many people once it went from flashback to present time movie pegged that it was the same person that, that the switch had been made between oh, immediately. I would say not immediately. No. Nah. Yeah. Okay. I was the only one. <laughs> I, I oh, figured it well, out. I'm sorry, Mary. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured it out uh, when Malia leaned over and told me that's what it was, and I told her it was stupid. Oh! Uh, I figured oh it out 20 minutes God. after that. <laughs> You're like, oh, like, genius. Yeah, I was like, I, no, Malia, that's obviously wrong. It was great, because I was uh, three seats over from Malia, and at... at there's a well, I can't remember what point it was, but I hear I heard her go, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, she's there, she got there, and I'm sure at that point she leaned over to Kenneth and told her. She's like, hey, this is what's yeah. happening. Um, I think it was when um we we see her kill the the other twin. Yeah. I'm like, mmm. And I think I, I assumed that there had been like I was trying to figure out 
had there already been a switch? Was there going to be a switch? Or is this a metaphor? Right. Um, but I was I was pretty sure before the reveal. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't need the reveal to tell me. I was pretty sure. Well, the thing that got with, like, there's a part after, in the flashback that starts the film, you've got this young girl at Santa Cruz with her parents. It's obvious, or obvious to me, either they're, either her parents aren't always together. I don't think they're together anymore. It sounded or like... on the verge of divorce. Or on they're the verge like, of divorce. They, yeah. There was yeah. a, a lot they, of they, they are not happy. And... They weren't a power couple like Jason and Kitty. No. No, they were not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No one can be like that. Definitely an, an, an unhappy relationship. Right. Yeah. Unhappy yeah. times. And the girl wanders off at a certain point while the mom's at the bathroom and the dad is playing whack-a-mole horribly by the way yeah, he was terrible. he just kept yeah, whacking the same hole yeah. over and over again i was Which like dude it's probably an actor problem, problem. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she wanders off and she goes into the uh mysterious looking was it merlin's forest yeah Although was, at that point it was point. a lot more oh. racist oh jesus was it yeah, yeah it, it was, was uh, american indian yeah it was oh like that's the, right the, the, spiritual, the spir- journey. Yeah. spiritual journey spiritual <laughs> journey that's, that's right. what it was that's right it, it didn't become merlin's forest until, until present, present time day. that's right a little bit less racist at least but they only changed the name yeah everything it's, inside everything was, the same. was still the same was, merlin was still in that forest which rang, <laughs> that rang very true oh to yeah me, yeah it's like, like no that seems um, right that, that there was like a local protest yeah. about how this is shitty and racist you have to change it but then all they do is change the name yeah, <laughs> that's true they kept the everything same. the same same damn owl everything that <laughs> that's owl. one of my favorite yeah. parts yeah but. that was perfect but yeah so the girl goes in there wanders off she's a little scared Mm-hmm. She kind of starts whistling, I think, more to calm herself down. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's like when you talk to yourself when you're you're freaked out in a situation. It's like to try to settle the nerves. But she hears someone whistling back, back. Yeah. And we see this brief moment where she comes face to face with a girl that looks just like her. Well, she sees the back of that girl. And then the girl. Head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's not a mirror. <laughs> not a mirror. Cool. Not cool, a mirror. Cool, cool, cool. Great. And it cuts from that to the girl in the back of the car listening to her parents arguing about the fact that she had wandered off and then it goes to what I assume to be like a school either principal or psychologist or something because yeah. the girl's playing with I took it to be a therapist's office yeah, that's what I was thinking because like a, it's been a couple of weeks and she hasn't said anything yeah, right and the minute I saw that and I heard the mom go I want my daughter back I was just like Uh I don't know that that's your daughter anymore. Huh. But I kept waiting to see if it would actually pay off. Mm Because it could have just been a red herring where you're just meant to be like, oh, she's been traumatized by this spooky ass fucking event well i say the, and she just stopped talking the for thing a while. that was really interesting to me because i i saw this twice and so this, the thing that was really interesting to me ah, upon nice. the second viewing was when she's in that room listening to the parents talk and playing in the sandbox she's putting all of the animals in a straight line for real nice yeah i never noticed that in a, oh, in a, in a straight line so it tells me that that the the idea or the, the thing that's you know, OG Addie, who eventually becomes Red, um, is going to seize upon that she's already she's picking it up because okay, mm-hmm. I get she's it. Already present in nice. her mind. This well, is the idea of the line, and that's you know, I've I've read a couple of articles now since we've seen the movie. All these articles were popping up, of course, before we went to see it, and I was mm-hmm. trying to keep it all like really far away. I didn't oh, want yeah. anything oh, yeah. ruined or spoiled for me. And I'm getting two two perspectives when I'm reading articles out there. I've got people who are just like, let's go deep on symbolism let's talk about what all every single thing means jordan peele did so much blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then i've got the articles that i'm reading that are just like critics have hyped the movie up so much that it's a disappointment to people now oh i can't possibly believe this is a oh i can't see this as a disappointment just like i was watching this movie i'm like this is a good fucking movie Okay. Yeah, so, I think even yeah. if you just look at it on, on one level yeah. of just looking at it as this is a scary movie. Yeah. This is a movie with creepy doubles <laughs> and crazy shit. I mean, I feel like that's super enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think a, a problem this movie had, and full caveat, I really enjoyed it. Uh, a couple of my coworkers didn't. Okay. And they both have said they love us and we're expecting, an, or no, they love uh, Get Out. Get out okay. And we're expecting another Get Out. And when this wasn't that, they were scared and confused. I was like, oh my, he, he can make different movies, y'all. Yeah, that's a little yeah. weird. They were scared. And, okay, they were confused else, by it. Okay. But that's the thing is that somebody else said, okay, so he dealt more with racism and the problem of that and get out. But at this one is more like a social 
aspect mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. this right. one because yeah. we even he was actually saying I was watching some uh, interviews and Jordan Peele's like I purposely put Winston Duke in a Howard sweater yeah, yeah I read I yeah I was reading that, that. yeah there. I wanted him to be in the whole way and, and still what's, kind what's of a Howard sweater so Howard is a university it's usually known as to be an African-American university has a, it's a large uh they you say they I think it was blackish where one of the characters went there yeah well it's um, been it's yeah and it's been historically, it's historically, historically a black, black university. university and it's really like it's very prominent in their culture and it's like so I wanted a character in a movie with that Howard University nice. story, okay. but also a character that obviously was like he bought a boat and he's going has a, a summer home and kind of kind of like reaching for that yeah. like white version of um, affluence, affluence. Whatever. yeah and, and exactly so this is more of a social comment on that and right. how us is with that it's so it's still in the same vein it's not like you know, I mean, it's still, apparently it's still social it was different commentary. enough social that it, it weirded him out yeah <laughs> but, but I, I do remember i do remember seeing jordan peele in a in one article i was reading talking about how he's like okay well i've done a movie that comments on on race yeah and so definitely this this movie still draws from black culture yeah. and it definitely puts a black family forefront um but it's not necessarily just a about black culture because he's like I don't want to just be the guy who just talks about black culture. Mm-hmm. Right. What was interesting to me was um, my uh, my my boss, my ex boss, I guess, uh, <laughs> who is he's Latino, but I don't really think that matters. He was he's but he's like much more. He's like 15 years older than me, okay. and he is uh, f- has a lot of money. So I it, even though he's not white in my head, I put him in the old white dude category. Because he's got, he's okay. He's got like an old white dude um, perspective. Right. (laughs) And so he's like, you know, oh, I'm a moderate, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, But (laughs) he said that he had been hearing from people that this movie comes off as very anti-liberal. Which really? was so hard hmm. for me to believe until I went into the second viewing with that in mind. Okay. And I think if you come at it, like if you are like a super hardcore right wing nut job, you could look at this as the disenfranchised rising up. To like yeah. take over? To take, they're, they're coming to take our jobs because oh. like they're the bad guys. The minority, the well, an, disenfranchised people are the bad people. Yeah. But that's such like a shallow, limited view that you'd have to be a complete That's moron. an interesting perspective. And that's interesting because I, I, I think he did this carefully and he actually did say something about being careful about not painting them just straight up as villains. Like they're not they're not really the bad people. Like they're they're the obviously the. I mean, they, they murdered a city. They full did of murder people. a city, and they eat, <laughs> that, and they eat not rabbits. Good. Ha- you know, like, oh, and that's fine, I, I don't care about the rabbits. Yeah. Okay, both of you are monsters. <laughs> what? But I mean, in rabbits general, poppy food. God, rabbits are great pets. <laughs> I know you guys are monsters. They're so sweet. I mean, Pigs are great like, pets, but I don't not eat pork. No, man, I would. I don't eat them either. I would. I would one hundred percent have a pig as a pet. But I also would still eat bacon. <laughs> but would have, you eat your pig? I would have to be. It would have to be like a situation where the pig was really ugly. <laughs> the, the, the pig attack. No. The pig attacks you in your sleep. Oh yeah. I mean, if I was starving, or like, I mean, like I, I come from farm culture, and so it's really not that unusual to have animals that you look after and care for, and, and then, then and then their dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Temporary well, pets. I guess we could. Okay, so going back to where Adelaine and everything. Like Adelaine is like on the the good side because she's you know not the tethered. And then we have the tethered who rise up. But really, that's the original. Yeah, that's Adeline. the original Adelaide. Right. Yeah, and so that's what Jordan Peele was saying. Oh, like, he actually put something out today. Like he wanted to say that you know maybe you're the bad guy. The do- like maybe it's not the other person. Maybe it's you. Right. And I'm like, and I kind of got that in the end. I was like, oh, you think you know who the bad guy is? You think you know who the good guy is? But always question i mean and, and, well that's good advice i think uh, in Especially general the, we are the world people like those people are crazy that was so really neat that was like my one of my favorite parts was the end of that i mean not just like okay they're stretching across they're literally going hands across america and yeah, all that but uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of horror films that have like happy music playing juxtaposition you know yeah. the juxtaposition of happy mm-hmm. or like light airy music over something that is probably pretty terrifying when mm-hmm. you look at it he said oh, yeah. he was listening to happy music as he wrote it yeah he ah, was happy nice. music whatever and then he was also saying that really what's the difference between a comedy and a horror well the music 
(laughs) And it's it's the truth because there were a couple of times where you know humor was happening in the movie the boat mm-hmm. and that yeah. dad mm-hmm. buying the and boat I mean, but like, so cool. there were even there were even a couple of moments that were at least a tiny bit humorous to me in the midst of the more serious stuff oh yeah oh yeah when they're at the and went over to their family the friend's family yeah it would, it yeah. would take me out of it just a little bit uh, mm-hmm. but i think that's just because i'm i kind of tended i'm used to more straightforward it's either yeah. Oh, this is a comedy that just has some scary things in it that aren't really scary, like Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. you know, or it's scary mm-hmm. and like it's there to unsettle me. Um, so it kind of it would take me out of it a little bit, but it's it's true. Com- you know, comedy and horror, it's really about how you're setting things up. Right. Determines how a viewer feels about what they're seeing. Right. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's interesting that people like it. Like, I, of course, you could put a lot of things on, like meanings, like "oh, that's what you meant by this." That's what oh yeah, that. you could but go Jordan full. Peele, you could go full shining on this. For sure. But Jordan Peele himself comes off with a lot of yeah. things himself. He goes, "No, I, I, I remember uh, from a young age think being freaked out by the idea of doppelgangers." So I thought that'd be interesting. He's like, he said something like, "Like, yeah, I was on the subway and I'm looking up and I thought, would well, it be weird if I saw myself and I smiled?" Nice. So that's like a, a, a age. Yeah. Like it's kind of like the tree for Steven Spielberg, you know? Like yeah, fine, yeah, you know? exactly. And just and he remembers the Hands Across America when he was a kid, and right. he's like, I always thought that was really weird. We weren't really in a happy time, you know, Cold War and everything. And then here's a Hands Across <laughs> America, and it's like this is interesting. And that idea, like, like everything's okay in the eighties. We're in the best. All, time. It's all it's great. All great. And you're like, that's so uh, fucking not weird. quite, not yeah, quite no, horrible. Not great. <laughs> like, so glad to be born. <laughs> like, well, yeah, cause it's interesting because I think the movie, uh, some of the criticism that I've been seeing is that the, the movie doesn't take enough time to explain things. And normally I'm not a huge advocate for explaining though. I do think there are a lot of things that are still, like the, I think the end for me is is a little bit messier than the end of Get Out. Okay. The end of Get Out is very tight and it feels and it feels very complete. Where I I feel like I left this at least the first time just wondering, okay, what just happened, and and not really sure how I should feel about it. Did you feel differently the second time? Well, about yes, the end, but also because I had gone and done a bunch of research and read a ton of articles. Oh, okay. Before I went back yeah. <laughs> so it was basically me saying, "Internet, how do I feel?" <laughs> I guess fair. I was okay with that. I was okay with being like, "Oh, okay," because like, he created such a world that I was already sucked into that I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. okay." You just kind of you were you accepted that like, and this is how, and, and this how, is how it is now. I wonder what's going to happen next. But yeah, now I know what this story of this family, how that went, how so that far. goes. Okay, because mm-hmm. now that I guess because when he did take that turn of going to the friends, the awful friends' house, yeah, where he already got killed. They opened up the world. It wasn't yeah. just them being attacked. And that, yeah, the I, I wondered for that's a while. Heart yeah. lefted. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this yeah. is great. Wait, wait, what? Oh shit! Yeah. What? It's everyone. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the when when Jason, the son, he says it. You know, how many twins are there going to be? <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're just like, <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> well, that's. I, I would have liked it, uh, the ending a tiny bit more if it had established the scope of what was happening. Because you know, you have those underground tunnels with a lot of people there, obviously. But was it? Were they basically just mirroring Santa Cruz or was it like everyone in the United States or everyone in the world? Like, I figure it's mm-hmm. everyone in the world. Yeah, I figure it was world. Yeah. Worldwide. Or, or at the I very mean, least, the United States. The at, the very, that, that, at the very mm-hmm. least, the United States. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's so mm-hmm. big, especially if you're expecting me to believe that these people either couldn't or wouldn't leave before now. Ha- have not done it before. Okay. Well, how, like, how did they, if they're. Do they just like how do they communicate with each other? Like if it's if it's one series of interconnected tunnels under Santa Cruz that I can I can kind of envision Mm. and I can see how they could come, how they could spread word, you know, how how they could how they could coordinate their efforts. Tonight's stabby night. But like how (laughs) but without like using some kind of technology, how does Santa Cruz communicate to New York or Amsterdam? Okay, now, but. If the if the people under if the tethered are basically mirroring in some way the people up above them, mm-hmm. then the minute those people know, won't the tethered know? In some in, form or in fashion. In theory, but without the the one special person, which we find out is Adelaide Adeline. Adelaide. Uh, Adelaide. Adelaide. With, Shelby's without, mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, without her there to 
guide them. Like even though the the tethered know that, I don't think they. Would or is be it able like a giant like that. a giant game of telephone at this point? It could be. It's, well, and that's why I just wish that gra- kill someone, grab a hand, pass yeah. it on. <laughs> I just wish they had like pulled that shot out more and either showed it stretching out across the country or encircling Santa Cruz. So, okay. And just to just mm-hmm. to firmly establish it did, it did not scope. bother me that much. It now that I'm thinking that about it, it's, it's a small a quibble story. for me. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think okay. my 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 number one like plot hole that I can't quite get past is okay. So we see we see Addie go into the mirror maze when she's a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And um and then and then the swap is made. Yes. And so then OG Addie is handcuffed to that bed in the basement and waiting. But but and then but then so the next time we see her is when she's a teenager and she's doing the dance. Right. So at someone at some point between those two time periods must have unchained her. Why didn't she try to leave? Why didn't she leave? She knows how to escape. She knows how to get up there. Like I like she was unconscious when she was brought down. That's true. So she she may not know. Um. Cause she like she choked her right. Yeah, I think she might have choked her out, <laughs> and then yeah. dragged her down yeah, I there. Think she choked her out. In fact, Chris thought that was the the reasoning that she sounded that way was that he she choked her, and I was like, oh, that's a oh, and it idea. fucked her up. Oh, and it fucked her up. But Lupita said it was her own her choice. just choice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I assumed it was because she hadn't disuse. talked in like yeah, yeah, disuse. That's what. Yeah, that was my first. That thought. was my read as well. She, okay, she based it on a trauma, uh, an actual speech condition of uh, with speech trauma. That's they develop similar like, to that similar where the airway stays open oh and okay like, so she she worked to the ent said she was very safe about it but that's what she developed from listening hmm. to people and actually hmm. like interviewed people with this that i'm trying to bring up right now uh, <laughs> like, uh, but i just it was really effective but i thought it was because she'd lost uh because there was no one to talk to. Yeah, that's so what I was thinking. Like, just no communication. No communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't communicate. And that's what happens. But apparently she banged on, on some people who go through actual trauma. Which, I mean, technically I like, oh. that child did. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? sure, right? Yeah. She was face-to-face with her herself, her double. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then choked up. and then removed from her life. Yeah. Right. And down in a tunnel with rabbits and a bunch of random people who ha- who who have no... F- human ways of communicating mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. besides okay. some screaming okay so if if instead it's that og red who becomes addy put her like she was unconscious and then took her through a bunch of twists and turns and then right. she just couldn't find her way back out again i, I guess i can believe that you can <laughs> i i assume that uh og addy eventually loses her mind down there and that's yeah. what i was thinking she, as well you know if she remembers her childhood it's she just describes it to being, you know, part of being the tethered and is picking up on on red stuff. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. Well, because when they have when the when the two when the two Lapitas yeah. are facing off for the first time there in the house, uh, she's telling the story. She's doing the once upon a time mm-hmm. thing. And she's talking about all the things that, you know, the young girl got all the good stuff mm-hmm. and then yeah. what she Which got I really it. liked I like that that monologue and it's yeah. but I'm thinking about what you're saying it's like I'm imagining that her awareness of what that even is is because she can remember on some level oh, yeah mm-hmm. I think I, I think the the loss of that the the bitterness is probably part of what eventually drives well, and that's, her and that's I mean, a, even further maybe trauma because she was so young that she just was like, okay, well, I guess I I'll guess I'm just this now. Guess it's murder time. I guess it's, I guess it's <laughs> time to stay down here and murder. <laughs> you uh, know when I get lost. So it's called, that's, uh, that's what I do. <laughs> so she based on spasmodic dysphonia, dysphonia and its symptoms of it. Now she's kind of in trouble though because has it messed with her own? No, because it's kind of like she's made a villain of people. Oh, who have this. oh. It's, now it looks uh, so. She's like, I'm really sorry, and huh. everyone's like, Yeah, okay, we're not monsters. We're people with a. It's like a yeah. neurological disease, and now it's like, Oh, great. Now everyone thinks. I mean, look, I'm I'm of two minds of something like that. I don't think she's trying to mock people who no, have she, an she actual interviewed people and issue. She got training, but she she interviewed a bunch of people with it. She tried to do right by it, but. It yeah. is for a horror movie where she's the bad guy. But is she, everyone. though? I mean, everyone I think... Was, it's, it's like a big thing. Everyone's like, I was so scared of Lupita on set. Oh, my God. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, no. no. Well, I mean, also, it's... it's. I think you can also... There, I think there are lots of different ways in which to look at it. Yeah. That she did... 
originally start as the victim. Yeah. But like, but I think also when you talk about people who become killers, mm-hmm. that I think you can have a lot of empathy for the things that happened to them when they were a child and the circumstances that they grew up in. Right. But at some point they make a choice to become the person who goes out and takes lives. True. This is true. Yeah, I mean, she still organized a at least citywide mass murder. But she yeah. was, so. like, baptized by hands after she danced. That's You are the chosen one, Simba. And you, of all people, should understand that. I, no. I do love Simba. It's, there you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how is this going to a ginger place? <laughs> because it's us. <laughs> well, I was also wondering about what Lupita says when they're in that, um, like, right, like, right before the big dance fight. Where that's right. <laughs> where she says about how how they came to be that somebody made them. But okay. That they, yeah. Yeah. So, but that they were abandoned? they share one soul, and I, honestly, I don't need her to be the exposition fairy in this because I assume that most of the people alive down there today have no memory of how they came to be. That it's like they're right. it's like they're their origin story like just handed down from generation to generation right, in, right. in a way it, it however they managed to communicate but i guess my my other my question is like how do you how does that even how does that work because everybody all of the tethered seem to be very hollow very yeah, empty they're that like they're just, like a shell like yeah there's that there's nothing really there they're just right. going through the motions like very for, crude motions too. yeah in like the way that they're 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 all. jerky that yeah they're, they're not really present they're all dead behind the right. eyes but red who becomes addy fig, not only figures out a way to connect but to swap and then to i think because it doesn't even feel to me as if she's mimicking like she doesn't come she, she doesn't read like a sociopath like someone who who is only mimicking real emotions she her emotions feel genuine to me so then by by taking the the place above is does she then take possession of the soul Ooh, so that's an that's an interesting thought i hadn't thought of that mm-hmm. the way that i was thinking it happened is you know she was talking about how she was special and you had this whole government program to control people. Mm -hmm. And I I think she was the first time and maybe the only time that it actually worked. And so once the fluoride, Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Dude, no, yeah. that's, that was that's, a great shot. That's to, pre- that's to prevent humans from developing, but developing telekinesis. Okay? <laughs> that's fair. why there's fluoride in the water. <laughs> but so, I, I think she was special, actually had a fully linked soul. And because of that, and once she grew awareness of it, mm-hmm. her Going upstairs basically unconsciously forced Addie to go down off the boardwalk and meet halfway in that oh. mirror hall. So maybe she was in charge the whole time. Yeah, she was. She kind of or she sort of superseded. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And because she she is what the the program was supposed to be. Ah. Mm. Interesting. Oh, I like that thought actually. And that's kind of neat. When she was like choking her out at the very end, and, and I honestly still was like, oh my, and I still didn't get the switch thing right. until they like really spelled it out. For <laughs> yeah, me. yeah. But there was like, okay, like yeah, I, we're uh, we're very perceptive. Yeah, people. very. <laughs> I was just along for the ride, all right. And um, they were like when they were choking her out, and I was like, okay, well, I just thought it was a melding of soul, a melding of people, because they do have one soul and everything. Just like that's just a meld. It's like you're gonna get a little of them, a little of this, a little right, that, right. They're not gonna be a hundred percent this person the hundred percent that person because yeah. they are one or whatever because they are special so i yeah until they split off for me i really didn't get it that makes honestly kind of that makes so much sense to me because yes. when yeah. when we when you see her coming down off the boardwalk she seems kind of aimless yeah. oh yeah and I was, like the way light. she's just sort of staring out and dropping the apple it's all yeah. very like like she has no control over what she's doing yeah yeah and so it does it really makes sense to hmm. me then that that, like yeah, that they were, yeah. they were, and of course, this this also feels very much like U.S. government oversight. That we dump a bunch of money and time into a project, it doesn't work, and yeah. then we just eh, just leave it. it, just leave. It. We don't even rabbit. we don't even bother to like nuke it from orbit. We just let it go and hope eventually <laughs> they'll die out. You didn't know they were gonna live off the rabbits down there, man. <laughs> Monica's question was, how do they feed the rabbits? Human. 
and then Ooh, they just the life circle cycle? of life, yeah. bro. It's what, going what's that back called? To the, the Ouroboros? It's just the, oh, the, oh, the Ouroboros? Yeah, there you go. Thank yeah, you. Like, no, that's skylights. Well, then that's another thing. They're like, well, how did they... Oh my God. That's the Aurora Borealis. Borealis. I lot like I've always had that question like how do they get like all the same jumpsuits and all this like how did they coordinate and they all got shears well, and all this and the the costume denier said well I, oh, that, I yeah that I was a good sure. article yeah that was a good article yeah they were putting it up and it was like yeah that they they had a machine in another place where they mass manufactured their jumpsuits that's like, that's right. the suspension of uh, right. disbelief Why moment not? where yeah. you just go. Yeah, they did. Sure. Yeah. Honestly, that yeah, I was thing. like, I don't have any. I mean, I, no. I mean, I honestly, I would, I could believe that because I think, um, and I, I don't want to say this in any way that sounds like disrespectful, but I think that the the mass production of clothing mm. is something that can be very repetitive and it's very like a, easy, like a mirror to. Oh, I'm sorry. Go with your thought. I had oh. a thought as well. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, that that I, I I would completely believe that these these very uh, empty vessels who they're 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 not you you don't need all of the higher brain function in order to to okay. to make clothes. Yeah. That I think you could you could easily mass produce that. But and also that it, it kind of made sense to me then how some of their jumpsuits were a little ill fitting. Mm. Not well, like oh, so that's like fast fashion and yeah. And fa- the, Low, that's what it's called. Yeah, I love it. No, I just like Kim Kardashian's all mad. Fast all, fashion. all the celebrities are mad because I mean, fast fashion is really bad for the environment Obviously. because we just have disposable clothing from Forever Twenty One all the time. But also, like, mm-hmm. we see something, we make it, and it's all ill-fitting. It's all yeah, not well made in any sort of yeah. way. Oh yeah, it's just garbage. <laughs> yeah, and then of course, when it doesn't sell, it goes. Yeah, the the life cycle of clothes is you know it goes from the H and M when it doesn't sell, it goes to the outlet. When it doesn't go from there, it goes to the the like off off Broadway place yeah. before it at before. But then if it doesn't sell, they just throw it away. Yeah, you just dump mm-hmm. it and it's like oh, just shit. dump it in a landfill. Damn. Not good for the environment. No, no. doesn't sound like it. <laughs> not not at all. Uh, but but that uh, yeah, like like if I was looking at uh, Abraham's jumpsuit and it was about four inches. Yeah, too it, short it for didn't him. look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Poor Winston Duke. Poor, oh my god, he I, was so ineffectual. He was somebody so delight. endearing. He I such a loved him dude. so much, especially like when you compare his him to his last role in Black Panther. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. very very different. So different. Very very I, different. That was the only thing I was prepared for was him saying I see entirely different character from Black Panther. I was like, okay. Let's see and this. you were down for the ride. Yeah. Let's go. He's what I would want to be like as a yeah. dad. <laughs> oh like, my god, he's a great dad. Just oh my god, gets when he gets out, out of- just outright, just bam, you he, out. <laughs> he gets he gets out of the car like at the very beginning, and then he he dips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because if you're a dad, you have to embarrass your kids. Oh and then my she just, god. And, and they're just like, she's no. gross. I love it when the family shows up. When the us family shows up, and he gets out, and he's like, "I'm gonna be nice." And then he gets out, like, "I'm gonna be real tough." Oh, my voice going deeper. I'm on it. I'm for real this time. Yeah. <laughs> His voice gets a little deeper. He gets a little more like ghetto. Yeah. He's it's, to, it's, he's you know, it's, it's the equivalent of like, I got a gun. I've got a yeah, gun. I, in got here. I got a dog over there. <laughs> <laughs> bark. bark. Just bark, bark in the background. But I love how they don't give a fuck. The other year, the tethered take every. They, like, yeah, they don't, not they don't care. At all. They're just fucking like they go nope. right then, right in the kneecap. Ugh. On the other side of the door, yeah, man, that was crunchy bat. sounding. You gotta take it. You gotta take people out. And everyone's so he's his knees out at the very beginning. Yeah, she's uh, handcuffed, handcuffed, handcuffed to the, the table. Beginning. And everyone's like, "See, that's just like how she handcuffed OG and line as soon as." So now, now she's the handcuffed one. Well, which like, is, oh, I mean, I look, I think sure, at this point we could go <laughs> sure, as far as we want to with symbolism yeah, when it comes like, sure, to this. Why not? Yeah. Oh, there's so much. Jordan Peele's like whatever you saw and you think you saw was on purpose. If you didn't like it, then it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's so much stuff there. Like somebody pointed out to me when, um, uh, towards the beginning when she's sitting on the, she's, she, she's a spider on the table. Yeah. And it's the crawling real, by a gym, well, it's picks. the real spider crawling out from underneath the fake spider. And uh-huh. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> I see you movie. Well, it got this whole thing too, like the us uh, so the tethered family, like the other one for the kid named Pluto, who, who's the dark. Uh, who's the, the, the Pluto dark. is the the Roman god of the underworld, right? Yeah. But he's also in the dark. 
And he revolves around the sun, so he, of course he likes fire. And and he was also uh, behaving like a dog. And he was yeah, yeah. Like, like Pluto. Pluto. <laughs> like Pluto. There you go. I think he didn't say that. <laughs> it sounds and sound is high end. And the, the daughter had a tho for Viennese for rabbit. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I was wondering what that meant. Okay. I just nice. The designer. I didn't know. I was like, yeah. <laughs> is she cool? <laughs> like, what well, was also. Like really interesting to me how some of the like spooky reveals like the the movie I don't think had a single jump scare except for the owl. Yeah. 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 Because but it was like stuff would be in the background like how like when we first see young Addie in the mirror house and it's it's the the reveal of the twin isn't like a jump scare. It's that it's the slow pan. It's a soft reveal. And we're like oh my god. And a similar sort of thing like when. Um, the daughter, what's, what's the daughter's name? Mm-hmm. Zora. Mm-hmm. Zora. I really liked her by the yeah, way. Oh. Yeah. When she is running towards camera and then we see behind her, uh, her dark, her doppelganger, like cross behind her. Yeah. Just, just in enough in frame for us to know that we're supposed to see I like her. That. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not a jump scare, but very or, well done. We'll see that. Yeah. Right very after well that, done. when she's ducking down to look under the car, mm-hmm. traditionally yeah. you would, you would have a, she looks down, there's nothing there. She looks up, ah, yeah. But even then, it's like a slow, slow. pan back up right. to the girl mm-hmm. on top well, see, of the See, I, I, I liked that because when I walked out of there, I was like, okay, that movie didn't scare me. There, yeah. there was nothing I got scared about, but it was an unsettling movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Very tense. Yeah. Very tense and very unsettling. And so. it, Jordan Peele does this thing where he, it's very unsettling in its everydayness. Like, it was like, True. Yeah, they're, they're just, they're trying their best. Run. Just run. Okay. Just I'm, run. I'm just going to yeah. run now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And they just kind of think of the same first place to go. They go to their friend's house. They hungry. They they eat. They, yeah. Like, yeah. they feed the kids. I'm like, this is so fucking weird to check out what's on TV. You know, you know right. this go this drive over here. It's just so every day and yet off putting at the same time. There, there's something about like uh, the vintagey look of Santa Cruz. Like the way that was empty. I'm like, what day did you film that Santa Cruz was empty that much when we first drove Ford? Mm. Oh yeah, because yeah. it wasn't like that when it's we never went. Like yeah. that. Jesus. I was like, what? What day is this? <laughs> like, it's off. Where did you go? Yeah, this is off putting to me personally. Well, even <laughs> even the beach house or the that the beach house, yeah. the house that, that they go to to stay in her her family home or whatever, mm-hmm. it's dated. Yeah, Everything oh, very, in it's it very dated. is it looks very not even it didn't even look eighties to me almost. It almost looked like late seventies. The mm-hmm. the color and the carpet and stuff oh, yeah. like that. But. Uh, no, I get that. It has a very everyday kind of feel, and so the did magic room. And so did the get out. Really, kinda... oh, get out. God. Get out feels like just a regular, regular events until uh, until it's uh, not. Yeah, until well, it all goes sideways. Yeah. Yes. Well, and I think I, I really like how the the datedness of their house was. They, they, I think they're the Wilsons. Yeah, yeah. the um, Wilsons, which is great. That yeah. is such a I mean, all American, all American sounding name. Yeah. Because uh, because then when we get to see their their jerk friend's house, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like ultra modern. It's way bigger, yeah. fancier. Like so, their house was great. Everything about their house <laughs> is better, which is again, you know, a very, yeah. um, I mean, not stated but not exactly subtle either. Jab about you know white people, right? And well, I mean, uh, Gabe even comments not directly mm-hmm. on that, but like, oh, you know, of, of course, Josh bought a boat. Ah, why'd he have to get a boat too type thing? And what is it called? It was called like Crawdaddy. Yeah. Oh, no. no, no Josh's boat was Josh called was, Biatch. There you go. Of course it was. But with it was like, like yacht. Yacht. Yacht in the middle. Yeah. Yacht. He was obnoxiously just. Yes, he was. God, he, was his, with, he was obnoxious, but he was like With his fucking man sandals and his kimono. Yeah. <laughs> He was, like, he was obvious. Oh god, he was obvious. He you knows he's so bad. But he was obviously like one up everything. Like he oh, could yeah. never get over mm-hmm. him. Well, of course, and hit the the wife Kitty is just as shitty. Where she just randomly calls Lupita whore for no reason. Let's see the whore. <laughs> like, Ugh, so white, they were supposed to be really people. garish and awful, and God, they were. Though so, I think that was only other jump scare too, right? When they they call the kids, or and the kids get killed, or the that, I mean, I wasn't expecting. Something. Yeah, that to yeah. happen. So that I think was that that, was, that would qualify as a jump scare. Yeah. That was the only thing I actually did have a question while I was watching it. One of the things is that when it looked like she was gonna kill Lupita, uh, Lupita's character, uh, mm-hmm. it looked. But then she kind of like stopped herself, and I was like, wait, is there like a rule where you can only kill your own? Or I don't know. I, I remember when maybe she, she was saving bed. her for red. Maybe because she is the because the yeah, leader. The it, it'd be her friend, <laughs> her friend counterpoint. Yeah, because I was like, well, that's weird. That's like, literally what I thought. It was just mm-hmm. like 
she she looks like who she would have known down below. So maybe she didn't want to kill her. See, I didn't think they had that much. Well, I just thought like maybe there's some unspoken rule. You only kill your own or something. But, and that could be that. Because he, because he, when Josh saw him, he's like, "Hey, buddy, what's up, bud?" Like. Uh, the tether Josh yeah. saw he saw was, Gabe saw actually Gabe. yeah he, he was, was doing like, hey guys yeah. what's up? why are you running it's like oh that's huh. weird yeah maybe they kept a bit more or had a bit more of themselves from topside yeah see I was reading it more as they're like they're they're so shallow that they don't have a capacity for a lot of higher cognitive function so the, their mission is to kill the other the other them. Okay. And so once she did that, her what she wanted to do was try to be Kitty. And so she did <laughs> That was a good. That, she, that was all really good, actually. Elizabeth Moss did. Oh, a very she's good so job great. With all that. With so the lipstick work that was great. Yeah, it's putting on the lipstick, and then of course we get to see that she already has Matching the scars scar. on her face. Yeah. yeah. Until then, she just gives herself a new scar. And but I think killing Addie is not in the mission. So it's mostly like just go away. I don't care about you. Like if if she like she doesn't care one way or the other if then she why dies. Why is she on the bed? Just let her go then. I think she had she. I think she knew that she had to restrict. She had to prevent her from leaving from stopping the mission. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it could be that they said that like you that you said that there um there's like a protocol that she was not yeah, sp- that maybe that one is special. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that was my first thought when she didn't kill her because I was like, mm-hmm. oh well, you're gonna get you're gonna like get ready to you're stick a knife yours. and then you'll get hit in the head mm-hmm. uh, by one of her children. I just figured it was a takeover. You you take. But then she didn't do it, else. and she looked conflicted about it. Yeah, she did. Or like she had to rest- mm-hmm. like there was this weird restraint. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's why. And I was, I was like, just maybe like, she can't because I was like, not can, mine. Yeah, so yeah I, I was like, is it because you know her her other, you know, the other half of her, and it's mm-hmm. or is it for? But then we read. I mean, like you know. See, now that we know that that's later, that kind of makes yeah. a little more sense. Like, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. she was saving it for her. Like, yeah, that, because we do see the second twin attacks Addie. Yeah. Like she's and it, like looks like she wants to kill her. Yes. So I mean, <laughs> doing, I their, they're doing their murderous cartwheels everywhere. Oh yeah, cracking me up, <laughs> shrieking. <laughs> and I loved when Zora killed the first one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was just brilliant. like man. She wailed on her with yeah. that with that golf club. Well, she looked so Chris, surprised at first, and then was like, "Yeah, okay, we'll just keep, <laughs> right, keep on poking." Chris was saying like maybe that's why the kids could kill the tethered was because they're half tethered, and they're like they have that like rawness in them that like we're gonna go for it. We're gonna we can even kill you. Hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe. Hmm. Okay. I mean, Gabe killed one too. I mean, uh, yeah, and that's the thing is that he kind of did like with the, with the but he didn't like fucking whale. whale. Like the other one, like he oh. just popped the engine. <laughs> he popped the engine. You're like you did, <laughs> but it was interesting. I liked it. I liked the movie a lot. Man. Yeah. Oh, I, had a I great saw time. this one thing on the internet where I saw somebody was like the kid. I can't remember the kid's name. Jason. Jason. They think Jason was a tethered because he really? like kind of shared a lot. Like when she's like, oh, snap to the rhythm, and it was like and the same r- off her- rhythm. Yeah, They're both like, their oh, rhythms yeah, were it. off. Okay. And then there, and then he was like kind of like smiled at her and was like, oh, okay. But he also was a little kind of off with the masking. He kept doing the masking, and he thought, well, he must have found his way into the, really? the maze and got himself his own tethered up too and i was like he also eh. the twins commented how weird he was because instead of building sandcastles yeah. he was building tunnels oh, yeah. Yeah, that okay. was one. his magic yeah. trick didn't work until he was right next to his burned twin and that was supposed to be from the past like past season past I, I i don't know wow. if i buy that one as much but there's a lot of like hey i could see this could be a thing that's mm-hmm. like well, I mean, but I do nice. also, I hadn't thought about the fact that both kids are, are half tethered. Mm-hmm. So it could just be that he got more of that and that's why he's so off. Right. I don't know. I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that Zora was a natural birth and, and Jason was a C-section. I mean, a C-section baby is really freak. So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, freak? What, yeah. Being freaks. I was never born. Not born of man. <laughs> I was never born. Never oh, born. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to go. Now. And that's why we live forever. Yes. Cool. 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 Excellent. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> What's up, Kenneth? Oh, yes, I'm back. Uh, What's up, baby? What's up? We'll play that cool. That was, yeah. that was unsettling. <laughs> 
Forget this movie. <laughs> Jordan Peele's next movie will be about us. Yes, <laughs> the Neverborn. The Neverborn. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> be not intended to be a comedy. Uh, yes. no. but yeah. Overall, I I enjoyed the movie. I, there was like maybe just a few things where I was like, I don't know why this is happening, but I easily let go of that mm-hmm. and just sort of yeah. let the wind carry me on with whatever it was telling me and. Um, and what I genuinely liked more than anything was one the mood. They set a really good mood. It yeah. was a it was a decent balance of getting to know this family, and then as things progress, watching just watching how everything happens. And when you realize that it, the switch happens, mm-hmm. it really puts the entire movie in a completely different headspace for mm-hmm. me because yeah. she's going to be knowing all this time that this can happen, that this might happen, that this could happen so the minute things start going off and she starts feeling weird she's quick about it because she knows yeah because they have they have a literal connection yeah she knows what's going down and i had read um just a little like quote from some article where they were saying that jordan peele and winston duke actually sat down and talked about how he would play his character as the the titular father of of this family Mm -hmm. and that he wanted him to not believe what Adelaide was saying to him at first, mm-hmm. because that's how the dads always are mm-hmm. in horror films. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They never believe what the other person is saying. So mm-hmm. the mom is always the one who's picking up on the supernatural thing or has the closer tie to the kids who mm-hmm. are picking up on the thing. And the dad's just clueless until things have gone too far, too far. Mm-hmm. Then he gets his back. And that, that, that's something that they actually intended to play with. So nice. when she's trying to tell him in her own way about what happened to her when she was young, even mm-hmm. though even that's a bit of a misdirect yeah. from her to him. Yeah. He's just like, OK, what? And he, he doesn't seem to be connecting with her on it until about, he's got a busted kneecap. Yeah, he, does, <laughs> he doesn't understand how incredibly serious this is. Mm-hmm. Right. They were in the magic room, guys. <laughs> she just wasn't picking up what he that was saying. That was so great. Down. Oh my God. <laughs> she was not into it. He's there like ready for love it and she's just staring out the window. I want to leave. <laughs> you mean now? <laughs> Fantastic. I just, like, he's like, I just managed to get myself my 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 ginormous body onto this tiny tiny, tiny bed. Tiny bed. <laughs> Aren't you? I thought you were gonna crawl up on me and it was gonna be a thing. <laughs> I wasn't ready for spook talk. <laughs> it was great. But yeah, uh, the best thing about it is Lupita. Yeah. Oh my god, mm-hmm. she yeah. dominated every bit of that for me. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. did a great job, and like I said, good mood and everything. But um, watching her pull the double act. Uh, and do a really good job with it. Yeah, was great. And really, that I I liked a lot. Of the, like I liked the monologue about her getting something soft and how Lupita right. Red got hard things and everything. But it wouldn't have come to life without her. Like she did yeah. such a fantastic yeah. job. All the great moments for her. Well, yeah. and there's it's always a lot of like yeah. there, there are there are lots of shows I've seen in which we or or movies we've seen in which um, um, actors or actresses will play more than one character, and. I, it's just it was so expertly done that even if they had swapped clothes, I still could have told you which one was which. Oh, right. because they were so distinctive. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not and and not just that the the hair was slightly different, right. and that the you know her expression was different, but everything about the way that Red carried herself. Oh yeah, her movements the, her and mo- everything. Everything yeah. was completely different. And I, I think there was no better example than that final fight scene. Oh my God. Which was Literally, so that was my favorite moment Beautifully of done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And they said that she went all Daniel Day-Lewis and like she had her red days and her... Oh, did she really? Day. So she went Ooh. method. Yeah, she went male method where he was whole day. She goes, he, he said it was unsettling. And they're like, he's like, oh, I have to talk to her on this day. That's fine. And he'd be like, and all of a sudden she was like, we need more Chex Mix. And you're like, oh no. <laughs> Get her the Chex Mix. <laughs> like, it was fantastic. <laughs> I liked everything. Uh, I really liked that the what you sent out about the red costumes and the red jumpsuits and that she was in white and becomes progressively becomes more and more more covered in blood. Yeah. Yeah. My whole, like the saw, like I I guess they came out organically where they had the glove because they shears kept cutting. Yeah. But then it was like also thriller and Michael Jackson and everything. And you got the thriller t-shirt at the start that she gets at the the thing. Freddy Krueger, which is one nightmare on the street is one of his favorite films. And the riff 
for I Got Five on it, he really loved and he kind of minded him of Nightmare on Elm Street. Did it really yeah. nice. And I was like, mm. I love you so much. <laughs> That's <laughs> beautiful. You're my sweetheart. <laughs> well, and I also really liked how he's talking about how she's basically wearing white or beige the entire film. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because her her identity her whole identity is based on being unseen right on blending in blending in yeah. on, on passing through life being unnoticed and especially it becomes uh-huh. very apparent when you compare that with Winston Duke's wardrobe right which mm-hmm. he very much knows exactly who he is yeah. you know, down to especially the Howard yeah. the Howard sweatshirt yeah mm-hmm. That got me thinking when you, well, I mean, and this is maybe a little off center of, of where, of where we are, but maybe not. But when you were saying the kind of clothes that she was wearing as a form of passing and it, it just, it makes me think of that. That's a, you know, that's a term that people have used over the years for race related things oh, as yeah. well. Yeah. If you're white enough to pass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just like, you know, credit in the straight well, world. Yeah. There's, <laughs> oh yeah. That too. Yeah. For that if, um, don't be too loud. Affluence, yeah, yeah, demure, calm, quiet, demure, whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, that 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 lands for me because you know, like as a as a a bisexual person, you're always like you're not you're too gay for the straights and too straight for the gays. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's it's you know, we are what we're shown so much socially and in in media and stuff like that. Not as much now, thankfully, but Mm -hmm. still, is you know, all our stories are white. heterosexual cisgender people yeah that's it and so what better way to to blend in than you don't have any clothing that distinguishes you as any kind of personality Mm -hmm. you're you're going to this place you're meeting up with these annoying friends but still you got the house you know you're wanting to get the boat everything kind of blends into the area Mm -hmm. and then you've got these people popping out in their red jumpsuits and it's like it's like color coming into your world, but in the most violent way possible. There's only well, one person I saw online that brought up that us is like the U.S. and how that really, like, yeah. Well, she does say when you like, what are you? We're Americans. A, you know, I was surprised no one really talked about that, and even Jordan Peele didn't even talk about that because it's pretty much self-explanatory. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, like just everything you said is like. Yes, this yeah. is a uh, social commentary. Right. Which well, I mean, yeah, there's definitely a lot there of, you know, of the idea of passing, of of them doing everything they can to try to to try to to exist on the same level in this white world. And it mm-hmm. seems yeah. very much like so much more a struggle for them to try to live up to what Josh and Kitty have. And yeah. theirs seems to be much more effortless. Right. Mm. Whereas it's just like, oh yeah, I got a new car. Oh yeah, I got a new boat. Where for them, like they've got, like they he drives a BMW, but like it's an older model. Right, right. And like you got the boat, but it's real shitty. Yeah. And they have like, they have the beach house, but it's, you know, an hour away from the beach and they, uh, and it's very, very it's pretty old. old. So yeah. Old. Yeah. yeah, it's really old. They don't have Ophelia there to, to holler at. <laughs> yeah. Call Ophelia, them. play Call good the vibrations. Police. Call, Call the police. Fuck the, the police. Fuck the police. <laughs> I, was like, I love that. Scene. That was fantastic. I was like, well, that's awesome. <laughs> and I, I read somewhere in a little in a little trivia bit that I'm going to find it real quick. You talk amongst yourselves, kids. <laughs> well, it's like Monica and I spent like an hour after we watched it <laughs> discussing like what like what the film means and what it's trying to say, because she was really confused about how she's supposed to feel after the reveal that Addie was, was read the whole time about, you know, am I supposed to be, am I supposed to feel bad about this? Am I supposed to feel good about this? And so we, we were discussing that a bunch about what that could possibly mean. And I think there's a lot that you can, I think like a lot of good art, it raises more questions yeah. than it really answers. A lot of it's yeah. so self-reflective though. That I'm like, that's, that's, and he even said something about, he's like, well, I, I think you should assume that your viewers are smart, that you have a mm-hmm. smart audience. And it's like, yeah, you, as a self-reflection as that, like it's, um, it's on you, how you saw the movie in the first place and how you're going to see the movie at the end. Yeah. Well, I think so there, it's like, you know, I there's a lot here about, you know, how complicit are we in things that go on beneath our feet? Right. You know, like yeah. like a, as a part of this nation, aren't we responsible for the ills that are done to its most vulnerable well, members? When you, even the we are the war or the, the hands across America, America. Are the homeless. 
Yeah, so right. For the disenfranchised. Well, and now it, we have the disenfranchised rising up again. And, the one living and even what you were saying earlier, um, when you were talking about the jumpsuits and like the mass production of an, I was, mm-hmm. the first thing I thought I was like, well, that's them as well. They're the, the, this sort of mass produced thing that's left to kind of flounder. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, just like a bunch of ninety five dollar Abercrombie t shirts that didn't sell. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that's the cool thing about this movie in particular because when when Shelby and I left after seeing it, we were both commenting on there's a I mean a fuck ton of symbolism that you can go into and some of it, it maybe Jordan Peele confirms that some of it I think you can kind of just go down a rabbit hole no pun intended here ah. and kind of you know get what you want but. It's still incredibly straightforward, mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there's like maybe that there's one twist and, you, you know, and maybe more Possibly if you decide too. to go down that route. But it's very straightforward to me. Yeah, it, There was nothing. No, I'm not saying it's simple. It's just it felt very much just like bing, bang, boom. Mm-hmm. And then you have to look at the details to, to get, get more. more. Mm-hmm. So it's a thing which makes me like excited to see the second time. And third time and a fourth time because I feel right. like there's you can so get much more to and more see. out of it. Yeah, there's just You'll so much to see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. I definitely think that this is one that I'll get more out of over the years as yeah. I watch it over again. Yeah, I mean, there are other things where people are like the owl is a duality. Also, some people say it's a good thing. <laughs> what? It's no, it's just a creepy thing. owl. Like, it's a creepy owl. I needed to get close. <laughs> scare owl man. Calm the fuck down. Like, I mean, I think I the think, shears are used. I'm like, calm down. Like, I mean, there's definitely something to be said that when Addie first opens the door to go down below the first thing that she sees is a white rabbit i mean i think that that's is pretty pretty, it's pretty, pretty on the nose, yeah. Yeah. On the nose. <laughs> i think oh think of, like when she was playing in the room like in the therapist office she had there was a white rabbit stuffed animal behind her oh really mm-hmm. and i was like oh so like things like that you'll see little cool things like that like, like little easter eggs it doesn't change no story. no pun intended awesome. ha! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's story it's just awesome all right so I found the little fact I was looking for. Hmm. So the name of their unhelpful virtual assistant, Ophelia, it derives from the Greek meaning help. Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay. That works. I like it. And I like that. So yeah, I'm sure that was on purpose. Sure. Oh, sure. 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 Uh-huh. Everything sure. is on purpose. Everything's on purpose. I mean, he put it uh, Jeanette Monet. Uh, John- Janelle Monae, yeah, Monet, at sorry, the start. So he's like, I got to put Janelle Monae in my movie. I-, I just make movies just so I can put her in there. So that was on purpose right there. <laughs> no, like, nice. Nah, just to totally make the I'm in. Yeah, it's uh, very enjoyable mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and gives you a lot to chew on afterwards. But it's not too heavy where I don't want to see it again. Because sometimes a lot to unpack. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll table it when I can Gotta, gotta let it that. sit for a while. I mean, like, yeah, like... Good. I love Pan's Labyrinth, but I can't watch that every week. No, oh, man. Oh, yeah. God, no. That movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it makes it's me so sad. I get so sad. I yeah. I gotta see it. <gasps> I know. It makes me so sad every Gasp. time. I know. I love Guillermo del Toro. And also, How have I seen a horror movie that I you don't haven't? know. I was just thinking that. What actually. is this? <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Because it's one of those movies that are like up there. I'm like, oh, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, it's the Untitled Guys. It's how it is. Great. 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 Whose is it? We'll see how effectual. Obviously, it's his. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I have to go change into my red jumpsuit. Yeah. Oh, great. We should all keep one of those. Does that, does <laughs> Just that to make sure? I feel like that was like a signal from like, <laughs> time to end your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, round table B, you give it thumbs up. Thumbs up. Excellent. All the thumbs up. All the thumbs up. Definitely Kenneth? thumbs up. Yeah. How about your screaming, Kenneth? Did you scream? Uh, I'll say like two. What about two the Unsettling. Yeah, that, that was the scariest part. <laughs> but yeah, definite thumbs up from me. I, I enjoyed it a lot and want to watch it again and, mm-hmm. and see what For I sure. can get out of it. But uh, I didn't mean to say get out. There's like all these uh, puns that are just seeping into the, the conversation. <laughs> see, that's what happens when you, when you live with a Norris. Yeah, True. right? Yeah. Just eventually through osmosis, you start to pun. Like, you can't help it. Damn it. <laughs> There's no going back now. Nope. Uh, but yeah. So we give it total thumbs up. Everybody should go watch it mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, listen to the listen to us talk about it. And then send us your thoughts. Yes. Comment on our Facebook page, uh, Know What You Casted, or on our Twitter at What You Casted. You can uh, follow us on Instagram. And what is that acronym? 
uh, Veronica. It's our, yeah, our, our <laughs> not short name. <laughs> I-K-W-Y-P-L-S. Woohoo! As in, please follow us. Yeah. Yeah. Go on iTunes, give us the five-star treatment, or the five sheer treatment. Yes. Uh, I would say, yeah, five stars, or we cut you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus. <laughs> Change approved. <laughs> and uh, as always... Creep it real. Creep it real. Creep it real. Creep it real. listeners, you want everyone to know what you did last summer? Want to bring a little Halloween to even the sunniest of days? Check out our merch store at shop.spreadshirt.com N-O-T-L-G for shirts, hoodies, mugs, and commemorative knives. Okay, that was a joke. We don't actually have hoodies. Okay, that also was a joke. We do have hoodies. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.